Welcome to Brain Pain, where we explore the vast world of psychology. I'm John, your host, and as always, I'm here to remind you that I am not a psychologist. Uh, what I talk about is not meant for therapy, and that I am a PhD student in psychology with the hopes of becoming a psychologist one day. So let's address the first issue that probably comes to mind to those of you who have been faithful listeners. Where have I been? Well, the short, short version is that I had to let a few of my obligations go for a while. I just had too much on my plate. Unfortunately, my podcast was one of those things, along with uh, YouTube channel updates on a YouTube channel that I was maintaining as a vlog. But what were those things that were on my plate? Well, first, I moved. December of 2019, I bought a house and moved. As I may have mentioned in previous podcasts, I am a veteran, and I used my VA benefits to get a good loan on a house that, quite honestly, is like a dream house for me. As a child, I never would have dreamed of living in this house. Uh, it seemed far away from me, partially because you know, I grew up in Ohio, for the most part, in Ohio, Michigan, for a vast majority of my time. And I never would have thought that having a house, like with a pool, would have been within my reach. And mostly because it wouldn't have made sense. In Ohio and Michigan, having a pool is a lot of work for three months of benefit. Part of the challenges I faced was getting unpacked. Once I was moved, getting unpacked took quite a while. I only recently actually emptied the last of the boxes. I did not take time off from my day job to unpack and move, so it was done in spurts and fits. I delayed my studio setup. Why did I delay my studio setup? Well, wasn't sure where I was going to put it. I thought I might have an office and a studio, which I still do, but I found that the practicality of doing voice work in a separate studio would be limiting is the best term I have for it. The studio that I have set up is more of a visual so and music practice studio. I may have to come up with a recording solution at that point, but as of right now, I uh, my office is where I'll be recording all of my voice work. School at that time, December, January time frame, uh, seemed to be more of a challenge. And it really was more of a challenge because I, I was not engaged in that particular course that I was taking at the time. And it was one I had to get through. But also, I, I just I don't think I was interested in school as I moved. I wanted more time to be able to take care of the things around the house that uh, I wanted to take care of. And even then, I didn't get all of those done. That also got combined with longer work hours and a need to travel for work. All at the same time. 
Now, add in the COVID-19 issues that we're facing as of today. I work in healthcare. I work in a hospital. I am a director in clinical engineering, which means my team takes care of medical equipment. And I was also sent to California, of all places, to help set up a new hospital amid the COVID-19 issues, but also to help them deal with the preparation for any surges in COVID-19. Important work, but it comes down to the fact that my bandwidth was eaten up with everything that wasn't podcast and school. And was eaten up with everything that wasn't creative. That was where I've been. Amidst all of this, I had a few times where I really had some issues still processing my brother's death. Now, as we're here to talk about psychology, uh, sometimes it may be necessary to talk about my own. One of my big challenges is I do still have, I do still have some days where my brother's death is a bit overwhelming. And that seems very odd to me. I do not envision myself as that type of individual, never have. I accept my brother's death. I don't mourn him, but I do miss him. And those days where I miss him, I sometimes have to give myself a break and just allow myself to enjoy uh, whatever's in front of me and just allow myself to miss my brother. And it hits me at strange times. It hits me at, <laughs> it hits me at strange times. It's the best way to put it. <laughs> but, um, but it's something I'm still dealing with, and I probably will the rest of my life. I mean, the reality is, uh, for... 47 years, he was my best friend. And he still is, even though he has the poor taste to remain dead. So anyway, I miss my brother sometimes. And that there was a couple times where that really played into me not doing a podcast. And along with that, hand in hand, came the need for my mental health and mental well-being maintenance, if you will. And I've really found that in the last year, I ran really really hard for about two and a half years after moving to Texas. I moved to Texas and lived in a one-bedroom apartment up until I moved to this house. And I did that focusing on the job at hand. I had a very big job in the work that I was doing for my day job. I knew that coming down here. But I did not always focus on my own mental health and giving myself the ability to enjoy some downtime. To take the time to appreciate just not having to do anything. And I found that I really need that long term to be mentally in a good place. So I gave myself permission not to do a podcast. I gave myself permission not to do a lot of creative things. I gave myself a permission not to unpack a few days. And as long as that wasn't taken to excess, I feel that it was probably my best investment. Now, where are we at now? Well, there's still some travel to have you had, as I'll be traveling for work to help set up for uh, what I do in other hospitals amidst all this COVID-19. And hopefully this time when I go, I won't have to drive back like I did last time. Last time I needed to to drive back because of all the canceled flights and I 
drove 23 hours in two days. Now, that sounds like a lot, and it is, but the drive was actually very beautiful. And with a good audiobook or two, it was quite an interesting experience. And it was an interesting experience because I drove through part of the country I've never driven before. Basically, the southwestern part of the United States. Got to see a few states that I'd never been in, like New Mexico. And Arizona. But, uh... All in all, I'd have to say the trip was quite enjoyable, except that it was just long, long days. Now, where are we going from here? Well, other than this playing catch-up, um, one of the things is I will probably take some time to talk more about my own mental health and how I take care of it and how I try to protect it. Um, I think it's important that we remember in our lives... Uh, something I was taught when I was becoming a lifeguard at the age of, I think I was 16. I don't think I was 17 yet. I went and was trained to be a lifeguard at a Boy Scout camp. During our training, it was a two-week training, as I remember it, and the first half of that training was all about some of the practical things, like our ability to swim and understanding our, ourselves in the water. But a lot of it was them repeating over and over, drilling into us. If you can't save yourself, you're of no use to anyone else. And I remember them saying several times, if you go into the water, at least one person needs to come back. And the only one you can guarantee will come back is yourself. Because it's not been uncommon in history for people to try and save people who are drowning, and be drugged under by them and, and have two people as fatalities instead of one. And I think that's the big lesson to be learned there is, especially when we're talking about mental health, we need to make sure that we do not sacrifice our own for others. I see within my family and friends uh, several people who are wonderful people who sometimes perhaps do not protect their own mental health well enough when trying to take care of others. And unfortunately, there are some people out there who will exploit that. So I encourage people to make sure that you are in a good place before you go try to help someone else. I think it, it makes sense. It, it's something you can look at, and it's on its face it makes sense. But not everybody remembers it in the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment, they just care about people, and they want to do a good job. And I think that we have to remember that to do a good job, we have to be okay taking care of ourselves first. And, and that's not selfish. That's just, that's just good hygiene. Mental hygiene. That's where we're at right now. And so I think that's where I'll end this podcast. I'm trying to practice good mental hygiene, which consists of recognizing my emotions, allowing myself to feel my emotions, and process them. Now, that's not the same as feeling sorry for myself or letting my emotions rule my life. It's simply acknowledging my emotions and allowing myself to process them and protecting myself from overextension. 
I think that's uh, that's a good place to start. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Rock on.